All right, you want to start with uh, how you got into this? Yeah, basically, uh, I have a partner um, where we have two other businesses. One's landscape company, uh, another's a land clearing and mulch company. And we were looking for property originally just to have the kids go out. We both have young kids to go out and ride quads and shoot guns and hang out. And we were looking at properties upstate New York and a couple other places, but it's just too far away. So this property came up and we just fell in love with it. Uh, it's almost 130 acres. It's got a pond. Um, and we both only live about 10, 15 minutes away, so it's convenient. So it started off kind of as a play thing, and then we kind of just grew into doing our own vegetables and our own meats because we're always intrigued by good quality um, stuff rather than the store-bought. Um, and then we opened up a little farm market by the road there, and then all of a sudden that's when COVID basically hit. Right. So that's pretty much what put us on the map, and it was crazy response. People are just flooding us with buying meats and produce and everything. So then we realized we had something more than just a a, a play farm. You know? right. So uh, the cost of keeping it up and running is expensive. So it's too costly just to keep as play. So we still have fun, and kids come up and ride the quads, and you know we do our thing, but. Um, it's kind of grown into quite a bit more than that, where now we raise meat, chickens, we have ducks, we have egg layer chickens, alpacas, donkeys, ostrich, Angus beef, Berkshire pork, Great Pyrenees, dogs, peacocks, so it's you really, a bunch of those. yeah. So it kind of started by accident, you, you started off wanting to uh, just kind of have a place to hang out and ride the quads and, and then you messed around with some vegetables and then yeah. all of a sudden it blew up. Yeah, and really, COVID is what really kind of put us on the map because um, people are just scrambling for stuff. So right. once they tried, you know, our chickens are all air chilled, which is a special process for butchering. Mm -hmm. So you don't get that rubbery, nasty taste you get like in stores. It's super fresh. And, uh, well, you air chill the meat? You air chill them after they're butchered and then they go into the freezer. Rather, like a commercial process, they usually put them in big... Uh, dunk tanks of water yeah so then they absorb all that water when they get frozen and it's just, if they're if one bird's sick or contaminated it contaminates all of them because they're all, they're all the where water. these are individually hung in an air chiller and brought down to temperature um, slower and then put it in a freezer but it just makes it juicier fresher you don't get that rubbery taste and uh, the water doesn't pull out the flavor or, or right. get sucked into the chicken and you're not yeah. paying for frozen water and you're frozen chicken you know? yeah, so, yeah. and uh, we don't give any hormones or antibiotics everything's raised on the farm and butchered by USDA butchers locally and right over the border of Pennsylvania mm -hmm. um, so once people kind of tasted what meat really tastes like it's a huge difference it's, it's a big difference yeah. it, it's not for everybody because it is expensive because it's very costly to raise them right mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of things you can do on a big scale cut corners and costs but it's jeopardizing the quality of the meat so we don't do that so it is it is a lot more costly than going to your average store but to me it's always you know before I did this I raised some chickens and little things at my house and I just couldn't believe the difference yeah and uh, I just get nervous buying stuff from the big box stores and we don't know where it's coming from how it was done and 
and that's kind of what took it off and, and it seems like people are starting to more and more be aware of it and uh, you know taking to it so that turned us we just kind of threw together a small market by the, the road here which actually was a garage and we converted it yeah I noticed that we outgrew that pretty quick so we're in the process now of uh, we got all our approvals and everything to build a 7,000 square foot building with a full commercial kitchen um, and we're going to try and offer a lot of farm to table stuff so it'll be all our own meats we're going to have like a wood burning uh, pizza oven salad bar, soup bar oh you have like a restaurant yeah, restaurant slash market. not eat in there'll be some tables outside there'll be a lot of takeout but you can kind of if you want to get like a pizza or a burger or something, walk around, look at the animals, like on a nice summer day, yeah. uh, we're gonna have an ice cream window and try and promote healthy farm fresh stuff. With it. The vegetables when it's in season will be our own. Uh, all the meats, anything to do, like if it's a burger or uh, a soup, it, it'll all be made with our, our meats. You know, it won't be like where you could go to your normal deli and pick up boar's head meat, look, it's yeah. all what you know what is here so it's gonna have a little different spin um, and we're gonna try and offer a lot of different juicing stations and stuff that are made from our veggies and fruit and stuff like that and uh, right. is that this whole section back here yeah that's the garden which there's not a lot in it yet because it's early but right now we got garlic onions and lettuce planted and then you know we have the full tomatoes peppers right. uh, zucchini all that good stuff um, So yeah, that's pretty much how it started and where it's going. We're hoping to have our grand opening in the fall for the new store. We're hoping to break ground soon. We have all our approvals. We're just waiting for our last septic permit. And then, uh, it all up. then we'll be able to start building it. They're saying it'll probably be about three or four months from start to finish. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to shoot for September, October grand opening because fall is a big time for farms, fall fests yes. and stuff like yeah. that. So. We're hoping to be open for the fall so we can promote some of that uh, stuff in it, but it's been a long process with yeah. COVID and everything else, trying to get all the permits and you know get all your approvals, and it's been almost a year in the making. But, but if you can get it by the fall, that'd be nice. That's the prime time for yeah. crops and stuff. We're What's close. Your, yeah, you're almost there. Yeah. What is your association with fish? I see this cat here we, hanging out. We do fresh seafood every Thursday. It was just a niche we kind of got into, I guess about a year and a half ago. There's just no good seafood around. There used to be a local place, Walters, that did kind of what we're doing, mm -hmm. but closed years ago. And ever since, they're really, there's an acne, but their seafood isn't good, you know? Shipped in from so we, I just started looking into it. I went down to the Philadelphia fish markets and just saw the quality and the difference. I said, you know, this might be something that kind of ties into good quality meats that we raise. And this. so we go down every Thursday morning, pick up at the uh, Philadelphia Seafood Market. Oh, you go all the way down there? Yeah. Um, we've, we just thought that was the best. We've been in New York. We've seen other vendors and stuff, but their quality just seems to be the freshest and best, in, in our opinion. So we usually get it Thursday morning, and then it's usually put out by Thursday afternoon. We have it for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, you know, basically for the weekend. That way it stays fresh. We don't have it all week long. Yeah. Um, 
but we have like sushi grade tuna, and clams, and oysters, and uh, red snapper, and stone claws, and soft shell crab, and all, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. neat. And then it's uh, for holidays or special occasions, we try and bring in different stuff when it's in season or available. But it's really kind of been our staple point. It took off because there's such a void of good seafood. Mm-hmm. And then people can come here and pick up, you know, good quality meats, produce, some seafood. And it just really seemed to turn out to be, especially when COVID was at its peak, it was crazy, the volume of stuff yeah. here moving. But There's a void of good meat, too. Like, you can find a few farms in northern New Jersey that do the produce stuff, but good meat, it's kind of hard to come by. You good can go meat. to shop right and find, like, the grass-fed stuff, but you don't really know. The problem is you don't, and then I think what a lot of people like too is they can come and see the animals here, like they know where it's coming from, where they claim it's grass-fed or whatever, but a lot of times it's processed in China and then it's sent back over, and who knows, with all the different handling going on, who's done what, and this and is, what is the legal what you're putting in your, yeah. yeah, and this is what you're putting in your body, so that's what a lot of farms don't do as much either, like they'll be... Um, They'll raise cattle, or they'll raise pigs, or they'll do chickens, but there's not many that do as much as we do. You know, mm-hmm. we do turkeys, chickens, ducks, um, ducks beef. Um, what do you pork. do with those alpacas and donkeys? The, the alpaca for fur? So, most people do. Um, ours is more just an attraction. We breed them, so we, we uh, sell the baby when the when it's born and it's it's more just people love seeing them and we enjoy it too so i always thought they were cool so that was one of the first things we got just for the heck of it but yeah they're not much more than an attraction and the babies are super cute but what about the donkeys same thing donkeys are pretty much the same thing we originally got them and they still do serve that purpose as a guardian they um We'll steer off like fox and coyote and stuff like that. Don't so, you see that? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we originally got them for that main reason, but then they've actually turned into more of an attraction than anything. But they're down by the pond, but there's a lot of coyotes that are down there. So they would usually come up. And ever since the donkey's been down there, we haven't had barely any come up, you know, by where the chickens and other animals that could be affected by them. So they. They're, again, an attraction. We breed them as well, so we have the baby donkeys. And um, when we have the new store, we're going to do a small, uh, I don't know if I want to say petting zoo, but, you know, we're, like if once a baby donkey's uh, weaned off the mom, we'll have that up there. So people can see it. Yeah, baby alpaca, peacock. So while you're there eating or having your ice cream, whatever, you can see some of the different animals you don't get to see all the time. And that's why we got the ostrich, too, because, you know, get to see ostrich stuff yeah, yeah. around here so it's we try to get some different unique stuff that people seem to really love you know because you don't get to see it the ostrich do you ever sell the ostrich meat or eggs we originally got into it to breed them for the meat yeah. um, but they're super finicky as tough animals as they are as adults they're super finicky as uh, when they're born so we only had one hatch it's very hard to get them to hatch it's a whole specialized oh. incubator um, we only had one hatch and it uh, only made it I think about a month or so and then it, it uh, got we had a cold snap one night that we weren't expecting and that was it so they're just not 
they're not durable. Like, yeah. No, I mean they're they're from Africa, so they're used to being like ninety something degrees, and you know we have heat lamps and different things going. But you know if you get a real cold snap like we did the one, no matter how much, it just wasn't enough. Right. Um, so mainly what we do now it's attraction, but we sell the eggs. A lot of people buy the eggs just because it, they're so big and unique. Right. Right. Um, but the original plan was to breed it for meat, but now it's just pretty much eggs. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Great Pyrenees Guardian dogs that guard our chickens. Those two white ones I saw coming yeah. in? Yeah. And then that's a male and female, so they get bred too. And then we sell another farms or people that want the Guardian dogs. They're good guard dogs? They're awesome. Yeah. And, and the, way, the reason we picked them is they're really good with people too, especially kids. Mm -hmm. You can get some really good Guardian breeds but they're not good with people, and I didn't want something that was attacking. They'll sound off on somebody by barking and whatnot, but they won't attack them. Yeah, I saw the tail were wagging when yeah, they're barking. They're giant teddy bears, especially the male. The, the female, especially when she has puppies, can be a little, you want to be careful. But um, it's a breed we never knew about until we got the farm, and I fell in love with them. If I would have yeah. known about them years ago, I would have got them at home. You know, they're just an awesome breed. People, we have like waiting lists for people to get the puppies, so it's pretty cool. But um, what other weird animals you got here? I think we covered all the weird ones, right? Peacocks, or what do you do with the peacocks? That's an attraction, also. Just an attraction. Yeah, they're yeah. cool. They're cool looking. I just love them. The, I've always have, but I never want them in my house because they're loud. They're they have this real loud like. And they can be aggressive. Crust. They can peck at people. Yeah. So. Once I got the farm, that was one of the things I got, just because out here, you know, you don't mind it. But, uh, but yeah, it's pretty much just the cows, which we breed as well. So you get the calves, um, the ostrich, the donkeys, the alpacas, the Great Pyrenees dogs, meat chickens, turkeys, and the ducks. ducks you sell for meat also, right? Ducks we're only doing for eggs right now, the duck eggs. Um, we're planning on doing the meat down the road, but we just haven't had it. It's hard doing so many different. Yeah. We just haven't had the time. You yeah, know, the eggs are easy to collect; they're quick and easy. But you get into butchering, processing—that's a lot, you know. So, yeah. I used to do rabbits, which in Portugal is super common. Here, some of my friends are about it. Some think that rabbits are supposed to be pets, but they are really delicious and they're easy. They breed real fast. You keep them in a small coop and like. We thought about doing, because our whole thing when we started, that's why we did the ostrich, to try and do some different stuff, but you got to pick your battles. There's only so much time in the day, so. Yeah, yeah, and then once they start breeding, you need to, it's a whole other process. Are you uh, going to leave behind your two other businesses, or are you juggling all three? No, we do all three. Um, unfortunately, I'm um, as good as this place does, it's hard to make a living. So, yeah. uh, water or something. But yeah, we'd have to keep the other businesses to make a living. But um, I, w I wish I could just do this. This would be my dream, you know. Just that's it. But it's tough now. It's, it's impossible to make a living off of being a farmer unless you're like an industrial farmer. Yeah, and it's, it's tough. But it's cool. How many people do you have working for you here? Um, there's probably five full-time 
And then we have other employees and other businesses that we can utilize. So if we really need to like plant the garden or do a big thing, we we can bring up to ten more. Cool. I, yeah. I mean, that's something you're employing a bunch of people here and making. Yeah. At least they can make a living off of it. Yeah, we try and employ local people and use local contractors when we need work done. And yeah. So. Um, in the future, when you open up that other, uh, the new shop down the road, do you think this will take off enough for it to be kind of self-sustaining? That's what we're hoping. Um, that, you know, that's the main plan that we can kind of phase back. Plus, we're kind of doing it hoping that our kids might have interest in it down the road. So, How old are they? Uh, mine are 11 and 8. And Sean, my partner, is like six and three. Right. So especially so, the eleven-year-old in a few years. That's what we're hoping, and yeah. get them off their electronics, get them out here, learn some yeah. stuff, and hopefully by then it'll be established that if they choose to make a living doing that, then at least it's up and running for them to do that if that's what they choose to mm -hmm. to do. But it's that was one of the reasons for the farm is trying to get them out in the country and, you know, ride quads and learn how to yeah. shoot guns and go fishing down a pond and, you know, and get out of it because now anymore it's just all Get dirt under your nails. Yeah. yeah, so. Actually farm instead of playing farming video game. Yeah, yeah, so it's, that was one big drive force behind it and if they choose to to like it and, and do it. One thing that I always respected with other farmers that I've watched their families seem to grow up pretty tight-knit so like the kids and you know if it's a father's farm and the kids take a liking to it they seem to be like a tight-knit group which you don't see a lot in a lot of other businesses they butt heads or fight or break up or whatever you know yeah, so we do it this way no we should do it that yeah way. so we're kind of hoping that it will stay true with us too but yeah especially I mean even if they, even if they don't take over the farm you still in my experience, the family still helps out on the farm from time to time. Just like, right, okay, I need to plant all these seeds. I need to do it within two days. Can you come help? Or I, they were doing good. They were coming helping me on the weekends and stuff. But then once COVID hit, I started getting a little nervous about them being in the store and stuff with everything. But yeah, that's uh, that's the hope, anyhow. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Um, all right. Let's check out the rest of the animals. Yep.